Yo, 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 welcome to Living for a Living with your boy Joey Bradley. This episode's guest is a good one, man. Probably one of my favorite dudes to listen to talk about football. He has a, a knack for just making it simple and keeping it real. 12 years in the league, two-time Super Bowl champion. Really doesn't even need an introduction, so I'm going to just shut up. Our guest this week, my guy, Ike Taylor. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> Ready to rock. How you doing, man? Good, bro. How you doing? Where you at? I'm uh, I'm in Czech Republic right now. This small small town called Gihalava, Czech Republic. How is it over there? It's cold right now. It's uh, we we got a little bit of snow yesterday, and okay, we we kind of I don't know exactly. We got a lot of Seattle weather lately, so I'm kind of okay. feeling at home right now. But um, I'm only out here for another like week or two. I actually just signed um I'm I'm part of the Steeler Nation now but the Steelers in Finland. So uh Oh, for real. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm moving out to Finland in a week or two to play play for the the, the Finnish Steelers. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, I'm excited about that, bro. It's it's been it's been cool. Quarterback, right? Say what? Quarterback? Yes, sir. Quarterback. I, I've been QBOC since I've been out here, but this this okay. this first this will be my first year only QB in, and so I, I'm a little I'm a little nervous to relinquish some control. But the the squad I'm going to they won the championship last year out there, and the gotcha. coach he knows his shit, and it's a super similar offense to what I do. So I'm excited for it. Gotcha. When gotcha. you, where you said you're driving in North North Carolina, you said? Yeah, I'm in North Carolina. Got here Saturday. And how long are you gonna be out Still there? For moms. Huh? How how long will you be out there for? Little technical difficulties right now. Yo. Yeah, we're good. Little I don't know, I think that was Zoom on my end. I don't know. Little technical difficulties. I guess we got to sacrifice a little bit being like 5,000 miles away from each other, being able to talk to each other face to face, you know, (laughs) but, uh, you, you, I was, I'll admit I did a little, little Wikipedia before I did this. And so I saw you're from Louisiana, but then you moved out to North Carolina, like when you were young. Oh yeah. So my dad from North Carolina. So born in New Orleans, uh, came to North Carolina for about five years. Went back down to New Orleans in uh, seventh grade. Okay, and what what was the what was the like? How come you went back to North, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans? Cause my mom felt like I she wanted me around uh, males. You know, my grandma had thirteen kids, so you know, nine nine, nine uncles. Damn. So she felt like that that would have been. I was a knucklehead when I was young, so she she wanted some kind of. Uh, male instruction which probably made it worse but oh it, me out. it kind of molded me oh for real in in uh that's what it was in in a good way or a bad way you say no in a good way like it, it made me the person i am today okay like, I, I didn't know but i had a lot of anger management issues uh-huh a lot of anger management. like i was uh i wasn't bad it's just you know i used to fight all the time <laughs> 
for 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 any reason you just you just go at it if you looked at me if you looked at me bro we was fighting <laughs> what was your record you you were good obviously you were good if if you were doing it all the time I got, you know I definitely When you fight, you just cool with taking L's. And you just come back and fight the same person again until you win. <laughs> you don't never look at the record like it just becomes a reputation, and that's what you really want. Right. Like that, hey bro, hey bro, 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 be fighting, so just just leave him alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't exactly. fight. Yeah. It, it, it just it just gets. It's crazy how word travels. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah bro, 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 a fighter. So just make sure. Just make sure you're willing, to, you're willing to go all in if you're fighting, bro. Because if not, yo, that's how it was. That's funny, man. And then, like, I I saw in high school, it, it said you played running back, DN, corner, and kicker. Like, what what kind oh, of utility yeah. player is that, bro? Like, that is – I haven't heard that, that combination before. Everything. I was a place kicker, bro. Like people be thinking I'd be crazy, I'd just be talking. I'm like, nah, I was a place kicker. Like, and I played. The end was my starting position. I only played corner like one time. Okay. In high school, but defensive end, and you know we ran that wing T. Uh okay. And we had that wing T offense. I was the wing back. But um. Motion around, take the sweep, take the. Had to crack block, down block on the DN. Okay. What, were you were you yeah, big? Like just, you played uh, DN, so you were big then, or like for high school? Uh, bro, I was. Nah, I was the smallest. I was one of the smallest guys on defense. I just, I was good. I was quick coming off the edge, and I loved contact. So it, it was, it was. I mean, Eddie. I still remember my other defensive end, that boy named Eddie, and he, uh, Eddie was like two. He was like Javon Curtis. I don't know if you remember Javon Curtis. Yeah. The DM from Tennessee. Yep. Yeah, the freak. Eddie was like Eddie was like him in high school. Like he was built like he was a freak of nature. So I was like one fifty. Okay. But I was just I I wasn't scared. I was super aggressive. Like couldn't get your hands on him. I was super slippery. I mean that's what the so, high school yeah, ball I is. Think he had like eighteen sacks. Yo, I had like 15 sacks my senior. He had like 18 to 20, one of them two. Damn. But yeah, yeah, and we used to, we used to wreck out, bro. You guys were good. You guys go to state or go to playoffs and stuff with that. Yeah, we lost, we we lost, we lost in the semis. Okay. Don't forget, like we um, my bad. We uh, <laughs> it was a public school, so we played all, we played all private schools and the private schools was um them private schools we played they used to recruit i didn't know you can recruit like i knew nothing about recruit you know what i'm saying so we played yeah. baron Rouge catholic that's when they had uh major applewhite travis minor they had a dad guys going d1 damn near they whole football team went d1 and we lost to them by a touchdown i think but we we just got out manned you know what okay. i'm saying they yeah. were deep yeah, we just got out, man. Like all of us went both ways, you know. I played, so we 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 were doing like a hundred and fifty snaps a game. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I be telling my son. Like these kids and their moms, like my son only played one position. I'm like, damn, I never grew up like that. <laughs> like the only time, the only time we knew, 
what time out was was to get water. For, for real, yeah. Playing all special teams and everything too. Yeah, like well, I ain't never come off the field. I I, I never knew nothing about catching the breather. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I was I was surrounded. I was probably the fifth or sixth best guy on my football team. Who was loaded. damn, damn. So that's a, yeah, the, did they they go on those other dudes go on to play in college also or? It was a grades for us, man. Back in the day, bro, ain't nobody worrying about no grades. Like uh-huh. I mean. At the time, I, I at the time I had an idea, but bro, we, I mean, we had guys get drafted from my high school from baseball, first, second round. Like we, we, well, I had some, and it's a public school. Okay, yeah, damn. So this was this, this was a public school. Like we just had nothing but athletes. Yeah. Like either you played baseball, basketball, football, and I tried out for baseball. I was like a a pinch hitter. They 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 came they uh highlight me to like still bases or whatever. My swing was okay, hand 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 eye coordination was okay, but I was real good at basketball. So I started as a freshman in basketball varsity. Okay, okay. So basketball was my sport. Ah. You know, football. Football was me thinking this could be my way out because you know how many people play and you know the positions like it's hard to make it in basketball. But basketball was my sport, though. Oh, okay, Before yeah. Football was. I'm mad. I, I, when high school started, I switched up and I quit. I was playing football, baseball, basketball in middle school, and then quit basketball and just stuck to football, baseball, and then baseball. I was like the I was the stud when we were like 12 years old, and then I kind of that was my peak. And then from like 12, 13, it was just a slow downhill climb, and by like senior year I didn't even play I was just focusing on football and uh but it's I ended up playing it's funny you say you were like a pinch runner because I ended up like tricking my my college team into letting me play baseball for them my senior year um I hadn't played I hadn't swung a bat in like seven eight years they were desperate for a backup shortstop and man I'm not I'm not the fast guy, but on the baseball team, I was kind of the fastest guy. And so I became the pinch runner. And, bro, that was right. – they threw me out there. <laughs> and I hadn't been on a base path in, like, eight years. That's not, like, an easy thing just to pick up and lead off. And I ended up getting thrown out, like, my first, first time out there. And so my, my, role, my role got taken away from me real quick after that. <laughs> yeah, Baseball, baseball. I was good in baseball. I made all the all stars in baseball. Yeah. Then that wasn't a cool thing to do. I wish, you know, wish somebody would have guided me the right way. But Wayne know no better. But that, I, I was cold in base. I was cold in baseball. But then I just stopped. I, I just stopped playing when I was like ten. What what and position? Again in high play? school, I was catcher. I was catching center field pitcher. Okay, right up the middle. So they, they used to call me six. They called me six o'clock. That was my nickname. <laughs> six o'clock. Six o'clock. Ooh. You know, so, so that's 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 what I did. A tough nose catcher can 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 throw you out from on the knees. I ain't even have to stand up. And talking a little shit behind the plate too. Man, you just don't understand how much of a quarterback you got to be to be a catcher. You got to see the whole field. I don't think people understand how hard it is being a pitcher. Yeah, you got to place that thing where you need to place it. 
with being a catcher, man, once you get up to them professional and college levels, man, you got to know who coming up, what they like to hit, what they can't hit, uh, what 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 the inning is. Um, you got to kind of align your outfielders where to go. Like, catch it, catch it, catch it harder. And you got to be tough. I don't For think real. people understand how hard catcher is, man. Catcher, man, you got to be, your IQ got to be beyond everybody else's IQ. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what, that's, that's what I learned with the catching. You know, who you going to let go? Who you not going to let go? Who you going to let steal a base? Who can run? Who can't run? Like, you got to know all that. You got to know all that as a catcher. Yeah. You know, yeah. So Do you watch any baseball right now? So you, well, you, but, you watch any MLB or anything like that? No, I, I watch the series. You know, playoffs, I like, I like, I like baseball playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So baseball playoffs was, was good. And during this pandemic, you know, was real good. You, you, you get to hear a lot of things. You get to hear a lot of things in baseball that, that you wouldn't hear because of the fans. So you get to hear how the players talk and coaches talk and the interaction. You know, that's – that's, and that, I think people are taking that for granted. Like, even – and we ain't getting into it yet, but football last night between the, the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, between home and bar, man, you just heard interaction between quarterbacks, how they look at lines, the skies, just what they do. Like, you wouldn't have got that if it was a pandemic. Right. So you you got the you got the mic call, you got the blitz call, you got the where you going call, you got the audible call, you got all that between the two. And I was like, damn, it's music. And <laughs> and and I hope people didn't take what happened last night for granted, because that's something you'll never know, understand, but you got to hear it and witness it during this pandemic. Yeah, for real. No, I, I've really enjoyed the, it's like, you don't even need to watch. I've always loved watching mic'd ups, you know, episodes and stuff. And it's like, now every game, everything is a mic'd up episode damn near. Cause I mean, you can NBA, all of that, like you can just hear everything. So that's, that's the probably one positive about no, no fans being out there. No, just getting into uh, like, I, I've been lately tuning into the McAfee show and I was just right, randomly, exactly. I, bro, I was just randomly watching the other day and they go, we got icon. I go, Oh my God. Like it's, it's fun. Um, like it's fun seeing and hearing you talk about ball, bro. And just like the way, you know, when, when we were in Orlando and taking the guys through the defenses and you telling me, I hey, run a trip, you know, run this, run that. And like, I've, I've really enjoyed listening to how you talk about the game. Like, do you ever want to get into like announcing or anything like that? I was on my way. I was on my way. Just had a little, I had a little incident happen. But uh, other than that, you know, you live and you learn. I thank God for a lot of things. But yeah, I was, I was, they, I was moving up the rankings fast in TV. Even my agent, he was like, "Dang, bro, I ain't never, I ain't never seen nobody move up this fast in TV. Usually, you gotta wait your turn." But they couldn't deny me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Them same kind of talks we used to have have at Disney. I was doing that on TV. Like that, that was just me. Like they tried to give me a voice coach and. Uh, a speech pathologist. I, I said, no, man, I don't want to be a robot. Like, man, every, everybody y'all talking to sound the same. Like, really? I don't want to sound the same. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? These people going to like Ike for Ike. Like, this this what they're going to get. They're going to get a, a old, unorthodox, southern draw kind of. Once 
it, it was getting to the point where they didn't even have to look at TV. They just understood. They knew my voice. And that's what you want. Exactly. Like, they ain't even got to cut the TV on. I ain't even got to see the picture. I just know that's Ike talking. So once, once I... Once I did that, they couldn't. Then I then I started talking to the analysts and the and the analytical guys, and they was they was giving me on the low like, man, the viewership go up when you come on. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get paid. Oh yeah, you know. So <laughs> yeah, like y'all y'all yeah, <laughs> put me in the jungle, man. I'm gonna survive. But For real? No, yeah, I mean- bro. It's just it's just that's. I mean, them talks we had at Disney, bro. That's that's me. Like I like coaching. I like uh. I think I got a gift, and that gift is like simplifying. Whether you're Ooh. five years old or seventy-five years old, you know, just simplifying, and that's hard to do. Just simplifying things to what somebody can understand, you know. And that's that's I learned that from my Hall of Fame coaches, like Coach LeBeau and them and, and guys like that, Coach Ray Horton. They just simplified it, Coach T. They just simplified everything, and you just got it. Like if you couldn't get it from them, then you didn't want to learn, right? You know, but and that's what that's, you know, my first time coaching my son, 10, 10 U team, we won state. Next year, won state again. The year after that, we wound up getting second place. We lost to, we lost to some dogs. We lost to some guys. But, bro, just, 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 just simplicity, you know. And I, and talking to Michael Irv and all the OGs, like, what y'all was running? Like, how y'all said, we, we did our offense by numbers. I said, what you mean? He was like, yeah, the receivers had numbers, you know. Eight, seven, all the even numbers go inside, all the out, all the odd numbers go outside. I said, dang, that's easy. Yeah. I said, dang, like, so why everybody make it complicated? Because, you know, OCs, they want to have their own terminology to say this is what they started. But I'm telling you, man, how y'all think on offense, if you can get the same guys to think like me, how y'all think on defense, if you can get the guys to think like that on offense, they just going to be playing fast. They ain't going to be thinking. So that's what I did. Like. I called like three, three, four plays on defense for the whole year. I yep. just wanted my guys to fly around and have fun and hit people and play defense. On offense, when you was a receiver, you learned from zero to eight. Right. You know, then I had you from one to nine. And for my kids who are 10 years old never do nothing about football, they all the even numbers are in. The higher I go up, Coach Ike, that's the longer the route is. Bam. <laughs> there, there, there you go. It's simple. It's simple. No, I mean, there you go. That that's what that's what I was gonna say too. Is like that was the thing that impressed me is because like football is a damn complicated sport, you know, especially at the NFL level. And I mean, the way you were able to just simplify it to those dudes, you know, the minimal words needed, and just hey, if they do this, if we get to that, you know, asking questions like I was. I, I, I was super impressed. Like that was, I'm a, I'm a football strategy junkie, you know, OC drawing shit up when, you know, and then I'll end up only running four or five plays on offense all, all game also. Cause uh, right. my, my dad was my coach growing up and we were a wing T team also. And so we go 31 cross until it didn't work. And then we hit them with the 24 cross and then figure it out after that, you know, those were like three plays. So no, I mean, Getting into like the the coaching side, I mean, with you playing in Pittsburgh twelve years, like you know, you only played for two coaches, but like two of the best, damn near. You know, like how how was the what's like the comparison? How do you see the difference between Cower and Tomlin? 
Well, Co- Coach Kyle was a he was more like a, a disciplinarian. He was a general, oh. but okay. but he he I mean he he was a player's coach. Like he let us do a lot. Coach Kyle didn't care nothing about going on a plane and wearing a suit and all this. Look, we're going on the plane to smash somebody's face in, <laughs> and we're coming home. Right. So what you're wearing ain't got nothing to do on how you're going to play. And that's how, that's how Coach Kyle, he was old school, two-a-days, you know, love goal line, love goal line. Love, he loved he love him some goal line. He wanted he wanted to weave the week out, right? You know that's 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 what he was doing. Coach T just he another player's coach. He just his IQ Joe his IQ on the whole another level. Like Coach T just he the button up guy. Yeah. You know he he wants you he wants you to come here. He he's more of the button up guy. But he he was one of the ones that simplified. You know he he'll simpler between. Cotill simplify and he'll, and he'll tell you him and Dickie, Dick LeBeau I'm talking about, Yep. they will show us the weakness of the defense. Okay, this is the defense. This is the weakness of the defense. This is where they're going to be looking at. And once you know the weakness of the defense, you can be like, why nobody ain't been telling me this? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, you know, you, you get in the trips, which is three receivers, a bunch, which is three receivers to one side. And you in cover three, you know I'm gonna tell my outside my my weak side outside linebacker, hey man, somebody coming from the strong side, you're gonna pick this ball off. Yeah, I'm it's, be gone. it's it's they, just it's it's the same way. Yeah, offense defense. Like if you know what should happen, like by the by the book. Like sometimes out here in Europe, the toughest thing is if you play like a shitty team that doesn't really know what they're doing. And they'll be in like one high, and then all of a sudden the corner squats into like you know he he fucks up. But then you're like, man, like you're not supposed to be doing that. But then you get to that level where right. like people play it by the book, like it's 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 like chess, you, you know. So you know yeah. that's it's it's interesting to hear you say that. Like um, what like I mean I have this like little inkling in the back of my head like at some point I'd love to try and be a NFL head coach like when I'm a little bit older but like what do you feel like is a like a what makes a good NFL head coach or like what makes a bad NFL head coach like cuz I know you got to play with adjust adjustments adjustments uh, I I see I, I see a lot of bad NFL head coaches and they they just don't know how to adjust they just come in with their playbook this is my playbook. This is what we're doing. First of all, with the NFL, you got to understand personnel. Like, okay, my personnel might not cater to my playbook, right. whether it's offense or defense. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure they're going to give you time to get your kind of personnel inside the house, inside the organization. Then it becomes, okay, this is what we're doing. And players, players know now. Players know if you know what you know what you're doing. Straight, yeah. Yep. So it's like. I got a head coach, he don't even know what he's doing. Or I got an over DC, he don't, he don't even know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and and what these coaches don't do, they don't listen to the player, the players. Like them boys on the field, like and that's and that's what I learned from Coach LeBeau. Like Coach LeBeau used to come on Mondays and be like, Man, I had y'all in a bad defense, but y'all made me look good. You know what? Next time next time we play next time we play so and so, um, Hey, Deshae or Pot Dog or Larry Foot 
or Ike or Troy, hey, tell me what you're getting on this certain formation, then we can adjust. And it's like, oh, snap. Like, so Hall of Fame Dickie asking me a question, <laughs> but he played. And he know and he understand. So that's what I did. Now, on defense, when I was coaching, I will just ask my D-line, what are they hearing? Okay. Tell me what tell me tell me what tell me what the offensive line talking about. Tell me who they calling the mic. Tell me if they going zone. Tell me if they sliding. Tell me which way. And then uh-huh. I can counter that because defense start with defensive line. I don't care how good your linebackers or your secondary is. Everything starts with the line. So that's what I did on defense. I just talked to my D line. Hey, what y'all getting? And they'll tell me I just I just with that. On offense, I saw everything that was going on. So I always had a man short motion to see whether you would. I have him line up, no huddle. I have a man short motion just to see whether you was in man or zone. Yep. Easy. And once I found out, once I found out you was in man or zone, okay. <laughs> now I know what play. Now I know what play to call. Yeah. Now, you know now what I'm saying? We'll I just, I just, and then that, that's that's what I used to tell my quarterback, my young buck, like put him in short motion. If a guy, if a guy runs with him. He's in man. If a guy don't run with them, they're in zone. Okay, here's all the zone beaters. Here are the man beaters. And about the fourth game, 10 years old, he picked it up. So I go to him. I go to Trev. His, his name was Trev. He tells you, I say, Trev, what you saying all day? He said, man, backside coach, Ike, man, I got one-on-one action all day. I said, you know, that's the weakness to the defense. He was like, yes, sir. I said, well, I said what you going to do? And I used to call my now coach, Ike. If he's eight yards off, I'm going down pass. If he's on and I feel like my receiver can beat him off the bumper run, I'm telling him run the fade. Damn. And I'm going to tell the tight end. It, 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 it was like, so the, the they, they was learning, but that's what these NFL coaches got to understand. You got to be able to communicate with your players because they're on the field. Yep. And they're picking up all the small, minute things you're not hearing. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So that's that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's what I learned. But it's a lot of coaches, man. They don't know how to adjust. They, 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 they don't. They, they do not know how to adjust. But how do you, you think know, they get to that, that point? Then, though, like, how, how are guys getting to that level and not really being able to adjust like that? In your opinion, you know? Man, I'm telling you, Tom. Tom Brady got a lot of people jobs. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady got a lot of people jobs. <laughs> he got a lot of people jobs, and you always. You always gonna have somebody who knows more than you. Yep. On that staff. So either you're getting protected or you're just somebody's friend. Mm. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just how it is. And the good ones, you know, the tie balls, he cold with it. Um who else cold with it? Dickie was cold with it. Coach T cold with it. Like they they they, they just they just get it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the uh, the little young buck over there with the LA Rams. Oh, McVeigh. Like you, yeah, McVeigh get on offensive side, but the defense coordinator, he he, he held too. Like he, yeah. he he know he knows some football, but Sean McVeigh, he just, I mean, he got he got his personnel and he know he got a running back. So with Sean McVeigh's offense, his offense only works if he has a running back. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, like and- when it. They, they, he's exploiting with all the jet sweep stuff and the throw. You know, he's got Correct. that good little player, that little play package out of bunches and the motions and the 
little Casper end arounds and stuff like that. that right. You know, I mean, yep. that's what I like seeing is just he, he he'll run like five things out of the same look that 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 gives defenses trouble just yep. from the strategical side of things. Yeah, yeah, it's same plays in different formation. We call it yep. smoke and mirrors. Yep, exactly. You know, he, he for 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 him in his passing game, he's banking on one of the secondary guys, the linebacker guys, to have bad eyes. Okay. You know, to yep. to 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 look in the backfield for too long, or to look at something you're not supposed to look at. Right. You know, but it but but his 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 offense starts with starts with a running back. True. True. Yeah. He, you think he, he got to have he got to he got to have a running back. If you don't have a running back, it's going to be hard because his quarterback right now isn't that isn't like that, and it's hard to have quarterbacks. Big Ben, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, who else? Russell Wilson. Only five can do it with no running backs. For real. I mean, yeah. keep it 100. Yeah. You know, only, only really five, maybe six can do it with no running back. You know? True. And that, that's why they make them franchise court. That's why. And it, they're the only ones that rotate Super Bowls. <laughs> you know what true, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, out of all, all, all these quarterbacks, and people say how good they are, you got to be consistently good year in and year out. And if you just, you know, between Tom, between Big Ben, between Aaron Rodgers, between Russell, between Drew, right now, and, I'm, and right now, Patty, Patrick. Right. Pat, Patrick Mahomes. You know, let's throw that six. Only, and you saw what he did last night. Yeah. Like, he, he loved that. Yeah, man, leave me, leave me a minute 13. On the clock and watch what I do. Watch what I do. I don't need no time. I'll just give me a minute thirteen, man. Watch what I do. No, it's you know what I'm saying, but it's 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 fun to watch those five, six, and then it can be it's crazy how just like and you know, not to disrespect any of the dudes who are in the league, but just like uh an average to lesser quarterback play, even in the NFL can just make games not as fun to watch, you know. Yeah, they 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 rotating Lombardis. They they Them really are. As you, said, as you said that, I just thought I was like in the last like twenty years or fifteen years yeah, they, since Tom's been in, like it it's those five or six. There might be what I guess Eli got a couple in there, and then Eli Eli got a couple. Like, but Eli was hell in the playoffs. I mean, Eli regular season True. he was okay, but you ain't want to see Eli in the playoffs. No, I don't no. care. I don't care how much you dislike Eli. <laughs> Ask Tom. Because <laughs> he, he beat the GOAT twice. Twice. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's something. I, I saw it from my own eyes. Like, dang, this this little dude, Eli, man, this dude, hell in the playoffs. Hell. Who was who your toughest, like, who was you know, your but, guy that just gave you problems? When, like, when you I saw it on, on the schedule, you were, like, hyped, but also, like, all right, I really, I really got to bring it this week. I mean those those five six or if is there a is there someone that um, isn't in that group? You talking about oh Tom Tom Brady hands down the best. Okay, and then but like yeah, is there he, is there like yeah, a I be telling like an underrated like someone that I we wouldn't think of that you were like okay like I, this is. It or it's just Tom and, and it's that five that we talked. I mean, 
I mean, I was fortunate enough to play with the franchise quarterback, Big Ben. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I got a chance to see him. Like, really, I was, on, I had to be on top of my game and practice every day. But Big Ben just was seven. Just he, seven a little different. You know, could nobody else, couldn't no other quarterback can play for Pittsburgh but Big Ben. He, 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 he a tough son of a gun. And why, why do you exactly say that? With, with with the injuries, the style of play, the city, the mystique of the city is Big Ben. Right. Hard nose, playing hurt, broke ankle, elbow almost almost coming off the bone, shoulder out of socket, broke nose, had to like seven had been through some and he played through some stuff that has sit a lot of quarterbacks out. Yeah. But that's just seven, you know, and that's that's the city of Pittsburgh, like a uh, old school blue collar, hard nosed yens. We can fight all day, kind of city. Like, don't bring no gun, don't bring no knife. <laughs> Let's use these hands. <laughs> Let's that's, go. That's the city old, of Pittsburgh. Old school, old school Ike with it. <laughs> old school, old school. That's like that's 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 how it was. But Tom Brady, man, six round draft pick. That chip, that chip still on his shoulder. For real. Every other quarterback I named either went first or second round. True, true. Early second. Yeah. yeah I mean, Russ right. went in the third, so he was a steal. Russ went in the third round, so he was a steal. But, bro, Tom, Tom, that guy, man, you, you, you see it in his eyes. Yeah. You see it in his eyes. Like, he want to prove everybody wrong forever. Like, he really won't get number seven. For real, yeah, no, no, no. He, he. I mean, I've, I was, I was excited when he left the Patriots just because something new and like that's a that's a motivation because I mean I can I can relate with the chip on my shoulder as I've always kind of been like looked down upon, you know, uh, never was the highly recruited guy, nothing like that. And this team I I just signed with in Finland. I, w- I was actually supposed to play out there in 2019 before when I was working out with you guys. I left after that and went to Finland and it ended up not working out with the team I went to. And so I left. And so I've kind of had this little chip on my shoulder in that country. And now that, uh, right. now that I'm getting back, I kind of, I kind of feel, um, similar. I mean, although he's, I'm only on year seven, Brady's in like year 15, but I feel similar, right. like, okay, like I got something to prove with a different team out there. And, and speaking of like chips on your shoulder though, like how, how big a chip on your shoulder did you have coming into the league? Cause I was reading some stuff that was saying like, you know, the papers were talking mad shit about like the, the draft. Right, 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 right. You and like, I mean, you're, I wanted to get into the college story too, which we can, but you know, just the, you know, something, I saw something, one of the paper guys said like, worst pick in the fucking history of the organization right, right, or something. Right. And so, I mean, how, yeah, how, yeah. how'd you do Like, what, what was your mindset going into rookie year and stuff like that? I mean, it was easy. Just my, you know, just coming, just coming from New Orleans. It was, it was at the time, New Orleans was number one in murders between 94 and 98. Okay. And eye contact really gets your beef. Like, if me and you walk in two different opposite directions and you look at me and I look at you and we all know each other, by the time we meet up 
from the eye contact, we fighting on sight or either shooting each other. Whoa. And that that was that was the that was the ignorant part of New Orleans, but mentally you had to grow up ASAP. Yeah. You had to grow up fast. So, you know, a piece of paper, somebody getting their own opinion, that that meant nothing. Like <laughs> man, y'all clown. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all like my back been against the wall since I was a baby. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess if if that's how y'all feel, man, cool. But if I see you, no, no, we fighting on sight. Did you ever? You know, and and did you ever get like kind of a a fuck you moment with that guy like later on in the career or anything like that or like? Nah, I just let I just let I just let my career, you know, talk for it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I just I just let the career talk for it. Like, all right, man. Twelve years later, two Super Bowls. We will. I mean. <laughs> no, it, it I speaks guess, for I guess, itself. I guess like, I'm that sad, you know. Like you said, no, twelve years. It's like how, with with the, in the twelve years, you know. I'm like year seven out here in Europe with professional ball, and like I definitely feel like my uh, preparation and off season work like has evolved from trying to be strong and stuff, which isn't my forte, to just being mobile and you know core strength, like. How'd your training and stuff evolve throughout your time? Because people don't understand how crazy it is to play 12 years in the league. I mean, the older you get, the lighter you won't be. <laughs> you know, to keep up with these young boys, especially at my position. Yeah, um, tw- yeah 12 years so at yeah, the most athletic position, damn, too, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I was. You know, you want to be super light. So it, it was just figuring out. For me, conditioning and staying in shape, that was my forte. Like, I ain't never let nobody outwork me. So that that was always, even when they used to drive guys to try to replace me, I used to invite them to come up. Let's, man, come kick it. I'm going to show you how to be a professional, you know, on and off the field with this work ethic. So that was never, that was never an issue. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it was just, the older you got, the lighter you wanted to be. Yeah. You know, then over practice and repetition, you know, you just the game kind of slowed down for you. Then I was in the same defense my whole career, True. so I knew the ins and outs for the defense. So that helped out a lot. And like with with preparation and stuff, you know, corner gets looked at as just like the athletic position of like dudes just oh go follow this guy or go do this or go do that. But um, like, how much of your game do you feel like was like film study and preparation versus just straight up oh, that's athleticism? All I knew. Yeah, it is. I mean, athleticism going that that's gonna burn off the older yeah. you get. You know, um, for me, it was film study. That's all we did was watch tape. And I used to Byron Leftwich, Charlie Batch, mm. um, Brian Saint Pierre. I used to have them guys. Uh, even Coach uh, Coach Ty Haley, Coach uh, Bruce Aris. I used to ask them, "Hey man, if y'all playing Ike Taylor, how would you attack me?" And that's what that that's when you become a professional. Like, how would you attack? And they used to tell me, I'm like, okay, so I got this on tape. They say they attack me this way. Okay, this this is how so and so in certain situations in the game. This is how they'll probably attack me. Okay, cool. Hey, let let can I get like five snaps on this in practice? Yeah. Then then it got to Coach T. Coach T was like, it was between me and Byron Leftwich. I said, I said, be left. Start throwing some back shoulder face because I'm cutting everybody off on the deep on the deep balls, and I'm sure that's how they're gonna start attacking me back shoulder face. Right. So I don't want to get my body used to turning 
and my eyes right. And Coach T was like, doing practice, like, B-Left, why the hell you keep throwing these back shoulder fades? And B-Left told him, and, and Coach T was like, damn, this is a true professional. Uh-huh. And I remember Coach T putting it in a team meeting, like, let me tell you, let me tell you how professional stay professional. And he he told him, he told him my story. You know what I'm saying? So that was uh, I was like, I said, man, I I always been my toughest critic, but I really understood and got how to be a professional. You know, you got to critique, and you got to self scout and self evaluate yourself. You got to know what you put on tape. You got to know how people are going to attack you. So, and you, and you got to grow, you know what I'm saying? But that's just in life in general, I think. You just got to grow as a person. But, yeah, once I start, I tell my son and my nephew the same thing. Hey, man, what you think you're putting on tape? If I'm playing the Ivan, what I'm going to say his weakness is. Mm. Okay, let's, 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 let's work on that. Everybody, don't nobody want to talk about their weaknesses. Everybody be like, oh, my. But, you know, you I, I lasted 12 years because – I found what my weaknesses was and how I thought uh, other teams would attack me. Yeah. Well, what were, what were your weaknesses? Um, it was the, I mean, hands for sure. It was catching the ball, but that, that really, <laughs> that, yeah, my hands was horrible. Um, but that really wasn't the issue. It was me being, me being on the backside of cover three or five zone. So it was more like one-on-one. Okay. You know, so they, 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 they knew I love bump and run, so they'll send a backside motion to get me off. So I okay. had to play off. You know what I'm saying? And they knew the linebackers um, at one point in time, they wouldn't come all the way out to the flats. <laughs> you know, they wouldn't get the depth they needed to get. So I was the hole. So I just – sometimes I bit on it and was right. Um, sometimes I held to make sure you didn't score, but I understood – you know, tight coverages. And I understood how my defense coordinator liked to call calls between certain downs and distances. And that's what the offense wanted to counter with. Okay. So I knew if we, if I saw a tight formation and they thought Coach LeBeau was calling cover four, they'll go a tight formation while I couldn't bump and run a post. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I knew the post was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I already knew, like, okay, as soon as I see the formation, Tight formation. Okay. I see I see two. I see two go down across her. I see a tight end from the, the, the weak side do a fifteen, fourteen yard dig to suck in the uh the the safety. Okay, they want they're gonna leave me out the drive for the post. So you, you could just you could just but that's over of course of course of time, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's the kind of stuff I picked up. I got you. Yeah, that that's cool, man. It's it's just fun to to hear it you know, coming out of your mouth like that. And um, you, you, what you said you were at, you had 40 minutes. I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I, I could, I can go forever, but just let me know if you got to go at some yeah. point too. Yeah. My, uh, I, I, we, we get, okay. Yeah. I got, I got to go. Cause they waiting on me. I got to take my mama to the grocery store. Yeah, no, no problem, brother. No problem. Um, I appreciate you. I, I, I saw the message that said 40 minutes just now. And I was like, Oh, we're at like 50 right now. So I don't want to, I don't want to over overstep or nothing, but it's all good. My man, I'm, I'm super grateful for, you know, taking the time and man, love to love to have you on again and just talk some shit or 
talk ball okay. or, you know, even if it's just a phone call, man, I, I wanted to make sure I told you on this shit, like, I'm super grateful for uh, you just from our relationship and the random, the randomness of it. So no, nah, man, super, super appreciative, brother. I appreciate you, bro. All righty, man. Have a good day. Happy Anytime. Thanksgiving. All right, you too, babe. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving, though. Later, brother. All right. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs>